1: let's talk some crouton as the vols uh look back on their junior day weekend did you know what tomorrow is caleb do you know wednesday is
0: yeah it's national signing day which is crazy because this would have been such a big deal just a few years ago
1: yeah how how crazy time is that um it's bizarre Uh, all right so let's get to uh some of these cats that we want to talk about uh a junior day I was actually on campus for a bit, saw some guys touring around. Uh do you want to start with Chris Thompson who's number 1 on our list of of guys to break down?
0: Chris Thompson, coming from the school that I am known to hate. Let's go Academy in Nashville, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Why do you hate them? No, I just I mean uh, that's the one that uh Caleb Beasley's coming at me for. Okay. Lipscomb and Ensworth are the two that I trash. I said they've produced oh, less right. on the recruiting trail than any schools you could possibly find. And, um, but he is a linebacker um, teammates with obviously a few players that have gone including Caleb Beasley, who was also a linebacker. Um, he is a three star. Uh, so he basically tweeted that he had a great conversation some of the coaches, he's blessed to receive an offer. Looks like he had fun on campus, but um, I don't think Tennessee's going after him. If Tennessee's going for him, it's to keep that pipeline international, put it that way. I don't think they're gonna make that I, I think that's the only reason they're gonna make an effort for him.
1: Well, and he could also blossom. So you want to kind of hedge your bets a little bit, even if you don't think he's uh, an elite player, you want to make sure you get those guys that are uh in state. All right, who's next?
0: up next we got 2025 edge julius holly who comes out of alpharetta there's this guy named josh Dobbs who came out of alpharetta by the way josh Dobbs' wonderlick score was only 29 which isn't bad but like you would that's proof that it does, it's not indicative of intelligence because it's on a scale to 50 and we know josh Dobbs is a genius
1: wait a second that's not terrible though 29 out of 35 is not terrible
0: oh no, no the highest is 50.
1: Okay. Um. Oh, I thought the highest was thirty-five. All right, my no. bad. Uh,
0: but it's proof that Dob- it's proof that like it doesn't represent anything because we know Dobbs is actually a genius. So no, I agree.
1: Holly doesn't do a lot for me at this point. Um. He's got some smaller offers from from talking around. This feels like another guy that he if he blossoms in Georgia, then you get a pipeline into Alpharetta. But I think Tennessee's uh, probably
0: kind of. This is about keeping a pipeline in Alpharetta. They have one, they don't want to lose it. And so, right. yeah. Um, so uh Dylan Lewis, who was committed to Tennessee, was there. He's a three star in this cycle. So um, you know, it that wasn't a big deal. He's firmly committed to Tennessee a uh, cornerback. Um, so moving on to 2026, wide receiver Jalen Pyle. He's a 2026 receiver. His father played at Virginia Tech and for the Cowboys. Um and He's already starting to pick up hype, so it was big to have him on campus. And, look, I think this is going to be kind of a a thing for Tennessee in the future. I think that – I still don't think they're at the level, Dave, where they can just immediately give somebody a call and say, hey, you want to come to Tennessee? I think they have to identify guys early at this moment under Josh Uh,
1: There's somewhere in between. If Tens, I'm Kirby Smart, and I can call anybody, and they're taking the phone call and one's Butch Jones, and I'm like, who the hell is that? And why is he at Arkansas State if he's any good? I think Tennessee's at about a six or seven right now.
0: Okay, that's fair to say. 2025 edge, Micah Newton, um, not yet ranked. He was in Knoxville for junior day. He's about 6'3", 255 pounds. Again, receivers and edge, like, that's where Tennessee's real pipeline, their position pipelines are going to be. edge rushers and receivers are going to be, you know this, Dave. It They will line up like it's a soup line in the Great Depression. To line up to play for
1: Tennessee a soup line in the great depression have all you seen right. those
0: pictures of the soup lines during the depression
1: yes I just that was an incredible reference
0: without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at Granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count On real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com
1: or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, a player that was asked about on the message board is uh, Jalen Matthews, uh, who is a guy that's taken a look at just about everybody uh, Kentucky, Arkansas, Colorado, Florida, State, Michigan. You're talking about a four star offensive tackle, six foot five, 290 pounds out of New Jersey. Um, does Tennessee have a chance with him? I think they've got a chance now with any offensive tackle in the nation. And I really mean that you can play quickly because there's still not incredible depth there. That's why they had to get Lance heard. So could Tennessee get in on Jalen Matthews? I don't have any doubt whatsoever. He is the number six player in New Jersey, the number 24 overall offensive tackle in the nation. So, Yeah, if 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 Tennessee wants to get in there enough, um, I I think they can do that out of the four star prospect from Tom Rivers North High School.
0: So the only thing that throws me off is now Tom's River is um, on the Jersey Shore. It's in Ocean County, which is closer to Southern South Jersey. And, you know, Dave, there's two jerseys for high school. There's North Jersey and South Jersey. And but. Did Tennessee burn any pipeline bridges with the way the Jared Garantano situation ended up in Tennessee, which wasn't good, obviously. And
1: does that that matter? Well, it gets to be, in my time covering recruiting, that it gets, memories get to be distant quicker than you would think. Like, I think in three or four years, people, 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds, 16-year-olds will look at Alabama if they're not elite, which they're not going to be as elite as Saban they'll look at them as a really good program, not the most dominant program in the SEC, which they once were. I just, I think those memories for high schoolers become distant really quick.
0: But it's not about the high schoolers. You know this, the coaches, it can, it it could matter because coaches steer recruits away from places a lot of times too. All the time. Yeah. I mean, you, I think
1: 50% of the time, the true. this is maybe not scientific, but I think 50% of the time it is truly the kid's fault or the kid's choice. I think that, the other 50% is probably split between a coach and a parent. Um, okay. yeah, like the Michael Orr situation, he had no choice but to go to Ole Miss. They might have just shot him in the leg if he went to Tennessee. And I know he loved Philip <laughs> Fulmer. I mean, he he definitely did. They
0: really might have. That's not even a hyperbole.
1: I mean, I'm not even joking. I mean, they might have just, just you know put a cap in his knee and say you can't go to Tennessee. All right, who else uh, as we talk a little bit of crude?
0: Uh, okay. So, uh, moving down, uh, 2026 offensive lineman, uh, Brody Smith, another offensive lineman, he's six, five and a half, 241 pounds, but again, he's only a sophomore. So, I mean, you expect him to put on 40 pounds or something like that before he gets into college offensive line, unless it's offensive tackle is still a spot. I think Tennessee wants to identify talent early though, because I just don't think that they're not going to beat Alabama for those guys right now. Um, I think they will eventually, but they're just not there right now. So. Um, it's, we'll just have to see what happens with them. And as a matter of fact, uh, uh, Jairu has a post about recruiting success. Uh, that Jalen Matthews was in attendance over the weekend. I want to, I want to correct the record on that. Uh, I thought he wasn't for some reason.
1: He was in attendance and certainly wouldn't hurt to be in New Jersey. Not one of the greatest States, but, um, not, not a bad state for talent. All right. Who's up next? And I'll tell you what I know about them.
0: All right. So a few in-state prospects. Um, Cameron Sparks, uh, the number 42 player overall in the 2025 class, a Chattanooga athlete, and the number two prospect from Tennessee, according to 247 Sports Composite, um, another Baylor School product. That's where Tennessee well, really wants to build a pipeline.
1: Yeah, I was t- I was just told, watch Georgia, watch Georgia, watch Georgia from some calls I made around him. So I think that's going to be a tough pool for uh, Tennessee, but uh, let's not rule anything out. A lot of, a lot of this will be determined, I think, by the first month or so of the season. Does Tennessee look elite with Nico, or do they look very good with Nico? Very good to me is Hendon Hooker. Elite is another level that I think Niko can, uh, can take this offense to. So who else is out there?
0: Okay, a few more. Um, wide receiver Joaquin Dotson, um, an in-state prospect. He is the 15th ranked prospect out of Tennessee out of Collierville high school in Collierville. That's a suburb of Memphis guys. So just outside of Memphis. Um, and again, not highly ranked wide receiver. Tennessee probably doesn't need him that much, but as we talk about some of the, a lot of this recruiting I'm seeing with visitors this past weekend, Dave, it's about that. They're from areas that Josh hyper wants to make sure Tennessee keeps a pipeline into and a connection to,
1: and again, Of the guys we mentioned, at least one, maybe two, maybe three will get another star when when they put on 10, 15, 20 pounds in the offseason. What else?
0: Okay, so sticking on the offensive line, uh, I mentioned uh, Jalen Matthews. Four-star offensive lineman Andrew Babalola was also in attendance. And as was 2026 offensive lineman Leo Delaney, Babalola comes out of Blue Valley Northwest High School in Kansas, of all places. So that's going to be kind of interesting to see where that lands up. Uh, Tennessee has a lot of junior college connections to Kansas. I'm not sure how many, I I believe the Terry was from Kansas, but that's, I can't remember who else was actually from Kansas. Maybe Jeremiah Crawford was from Kansas actually.
1: Yep. Uh, Fair enough. All right. Bryce Brown was
0: from Kansas actually, wasn't he? That's
1: what makes me, yeah. I thought I was going to mention Bryce Brown right there. All right. Who else? And then I want to get to uh, the Rodney Garner Auburn talk before we're done. So what do you got here? As far as uh, we have act-
0: a few more, but got t- two more line two, so a couple defensive linemen. Um, Tennessee defensive lineman, or I'm sorry, yeah, NC defensive lineman, Ethan Utley, the uh, top 115 prospect nationally. He's 6'4, 270 out of Ensworth at Nashville. And then uh, Charles House is a 2025 prospect on the defensive line. He's not yet ranked, but holds 20 scholarships. And he's from North Mecklenburg, North Carolina, which is in Charlotte. Um, So that's Tennessee wants a connection pipeline there. And then the big one is over the weekend, Tennessee looked for the successor, not to Nico, but to George McIntyre, which is (laughs) gravy. I know, which is Faison Brandon who was in Knoxville. He is a four-star on 247 Sports in the 2026 class out of Grimsley High School. And that is a guy that uh, I believe Tennessee is going to see if they can use to replace George McIntyre.